Let me get. If you put a man in a barrel, <laughs> just take a man. Yeah, yeah. And you put him in a barrel. Like a fat man. Well, yeah, it can be a fat. You want it to be a fat man? Double XL. Yeah, double XL gentleman. Quad XL. Sure, we can put a quad in there. We got it. We're gonna we're gonna need some saws, but we could. <laughs> we're gonna need to shave a little bit off the sides and make it fit more like, like a puzzle. A with like a, how would you do it? Well, like I get, you I'd, probably get you I'd probably get a cheese grater, <laughs> oh you know what, to do the yeah. sides. That's how I like to take off some of my old tattoos. Sure, sure. Cheese grater you know, will work or, great. Yeah, carrot peeler, just fucking slide it right up. Che- cheese grater will work Ooh, great. Yeah. I got it. So you put a gentleman in a barrel. Mm-hmm. You seal that fucker up. Yeah. Thum, 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 thum. I imagine that's how it sounds. Is that I've what it sounds actually, like? I've never actually sealed a barrel. Have you ever used a hammer? Thum, thum, thum. Go-bang, 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 go like that. <laughs> Something like that, I guess. Let's go through the, the whole circumference. Okay. Go-bang. Tick, 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 tick. And then you just roll that bitch out in the desert, right? Uh-huh. And you just fucking <laughs> let it marinate. Now, are you close to the desert or do you have to start from like here? No, I always assume so you're we doing go, it in like, the city. Are we going out the, are we no, going you out put the 15? It, you put it in the back of a truck. Uh-huh. And then you ride out the 15. You My neighbor's take got that, a truck. Yeah, so let's throw it in the back of your neighbor's truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, we got to get the keys from him. And we get the keys from him. That takes a while. So that guy's sitting in there. He's sitting in the Is barrel. he alive during this? Oh, no, 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 no. You put him, you put him out. Yo, you kill him? Do you want him to be alive? Because I think, yeah, if, I think if you're using a cheese grater on someone, I would imagine they would request to be dead. I would imagine they it would It depends on who we're doing it to, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So uh, so then you put him in the back of the truck, and you drive him out of the desert, and you just roll that bitch out in the middle of nowhere. Let it ferment. <laughs> Let that gentleman reach its his peak age. Yeah. Is of, that- uh, so it's he has like a, a full, full is, body is a flavor. Is it like a cedar casket? It's a, it can be like a cedar casket. There, are we doing it for? Let me cha- let me change it up. It's a wine barrel. It's a <laughs> nice oak barrel, right? You bought it. They used it once <laughs> at the Silver Oak Winery, and and because they just use barrels once and then they get rid of them. So he just used. They just used it once. So yeah, it's yeah, still, yeah. You can still get a nice oak flavor off that yeah, gentleman. Yeah. So you put him in there, seal it up, and then you just leave him in the desert. Let it. Just let the let the aromas mm-hmm. and and the flavors mm-hmm. sort of take their way. Yeah. And after about seven years, does it make a noise like every once in a while? Will you hear like a bubbling? Like God, a, I, I hope <laughs> like so. Like air escaping. A, or, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I would hope so. Yeah. And and yeah. How dead bit. was he when we did this? Oh, I would assume. Or, I didn't know they were freshly. Gr- I didn't know they were. Well, I just wonder if he shits him, Does he shit himself while he's in there? Well, like, or does yeah. the last bit of? Oh no, you can put him in the barrel and then shoot him as you're putting him in, so the <laughs> shit goes in if you want. If you want that, there are a lot of people that request that. Sure. Yeah. So you can do that. Absolutely, you can make it so that he evacuates in the right. barrel. Yeah, I love it. And then you <laughs> pop. Evacuates. And then you pop that baby open after seven years. You take it. You get it from the desert. You bring it out to your place in Malibu because you're having a party. And you just fucking put a. You put a little spigot on there. Put it in the bottom. Crack it open. Yeah. Let him drain into a bucket. Oh my god. And then everybody has a sip, and that's walking the room. <laughs> <laughs> what color is it? Oh, it's uh, brown. <laughs> uh, we are here. It's my name is Dave Anthony. You're Greg Barrett, and our guest is Paul Gilmartin from yep. Up Up All Night. <laughs> up All Night with Up All Night with 
up all night. You were, you were on dinner in a clown, right? <laughs> Is that what you were on? It was dinner, dinner in a cornfield. Dinner in a corn. So you yeah. were on. Mm-hmm. You were on snacking a snacking a pirate. It was an <laughs> interstitial show. On... I was there. I was. I think we. Uh, I think he and I auditioned the same day. Did you guys audition in, in Malibu? In a, was that the no, thing in Malibu? No, it was over on uh, Ventura or Coanga. Yeah, right over here on yeah, right in the Vivid Video building. Right? <clears throat> that's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Really? In the Vivid yeah. Video. Yeah. Yeah. Was there? Just oh man, we did so much so fucking much that fucking. day. It's yeah. so yeah. weird well, that Vivid, you guys thought you're auditioning for Vivid. Uh, actually, in those days, wasn't a porn company. They just did the catering, and so they would just bring pussy up to you while you were waiting to go in, <laughs> like it was just on a table. Cool. cool. I'm gonna shoot myself in the face. <laughs> I'm just gonna shoot myself in the face. I'm gonna take myself out because. Just the, the imagery is horrifying. Do you remember those auditions? I do. We were. I, I mean, do. it was. I think if you went, if you I went didn't know that back you had audition for. Oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. Where there it was, was a pretty a, big cattle call. It was big, and it was yeah. all. I, I, I think. I might. I might be wrong. It was all I improv. Like it was all improv, which I. I think I was just fat and tired then, but I, I don't remember it going well. But I remember seeing you there. I remember seeing you there, and then I remember when you got it. And I wasn't, I didn't know you. And I was like, he seemed nice. Yeah. And I can't. Is that really what you said? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. 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 You didn't think that motherfucking really that guy? You know, if you ever walked out of an audition where like, if they get, if, if I get this, they're going off there, that's not going to see the light of day. Like that audition was terrible. I didn't know. I can't even remember what it was, but we had to improvise about film and then we had to. Yeah. Pretend that you were making making a a meal, right? A meal based on your favorite movie. So here are two things. I, I, I like movies, but not like, but I, I don't think I knew it. I don't think I, I can't pretend to cook. Yeah. Really? I'm. Uh, we're a... watching being there, and I'm gonna make a salami and crackers. Right? That's pretty good. <laughs> they would have showed you the door right then. I'm sorry, but there's not a lot of people that know how to correctly slice a salami and crackers. <laughs> I can. I can really fuck fuck that up. I can yeah. really make it happen. It's a beautiful thing when done right. Sure. And salami your, and crackers. Your arrogance surrounding <laughs> making a, 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 a meal an imagine, for a an imaginary, an imaginary meal. It's palpable. What did you? What was Listen, your what imaginary until, meal? Did you go in to make until you have crafted chicken around an alley sheedy film? Uh, <laughs> you have no place to talk. David. Let me ask you something. What? What do you remember when you auditioned? What? What food you pretend? What you pretended to make? And I don't. I, I remember the callback uh, that. That I think that they liked. Um, in fact, they told me after I got it, they they focused group the 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 callback, and they had paired me with Annabelle because they had already decided that they they liked her. Annabelle Annabelle, Annabelle Gerwich, Annabelle who was Gerwich. my uh, yeah. original co-host for yeah, right. seven years, and she uh, she can get a little chatty, uh-huh. and uh, she basically kind of steamrolled me in this audition. She talked for like two straight minutes, and I've just never kind of been one that. Uh, plays along. <laughs> Likes women. You. Like there's a lot of different ways to finish that. So, yeah. You uh, can handle too much. <laughs> she talked. She talked so much on an episode of our show we couldn't use it. Are you serious? And I'm not kidding you. And I don't dislike her. Yeah. She was on an episode of the Greg Barron show. Now a missing episode of the Greg Barron show is not a bad thing. Right. But she talked. Do you remember that? She talked so much that we couldn't go to, like, we literally couldn't get, like, they couldn't even cut away to go to break. Like, they were right. like, this, it was actually became an unusable episode. We yeah. had a shooter. It had, uh, it had, Was uh, she the one that was on, that was, ended up on X-Files? Is that the same Gish, or am I thinking of a different No, this is Annabelle Gish. Gerwich. Annabelle Gerwich. Gerwich. Yes. Married to Jeff Kahn. She's super nice, super yes. funny. She's cool. She's super yeah. cool. But she. Sounds like she needs to shut the fuck up. get on a roll. She was, she was talking about her, yeah. about the jobs thing, and she had, yeah. and she had 
we had fucking Walsh on there, and we had uh, uh, you know from Best in Show. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? You know, Fred Willard. Fred Hudson Willard Hawk. was on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Hudson Hawk on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the Green Hornet. And we <laughs> it's a weird show. That it might was have really been. good. But yeah, she and can stuff up. Well, it, f- so in the audition, that's basically what happened. Was she talked a lot, and uh, and I was like, I'm not going to be able to get a word in edgewise. Uh, so they cut, and they said, you know, give Paul some room to 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 chime in. Oh boy. And <laughs> and. For some reason, I was like, I just felt like this is, this is not going to work out. I might as well just fucking have fun and go down swinging. That's the key to auditioning. Don't yes. give a shit. And so I didn't give a shit, and I just started making fun of her. And um, she had put. I remember she had put some sunglasses on and was singing the blues or something. And yeah, so I just yeah, started yeah, making yeah. fun of how white yeah. she was. Yeah. And uh, apparently that uh, the people they focus group it. They enjoyed that. It. They, they enjoyed it. that. Yes. People love white blues. Well, they also yeah. like, and they like you a little combative with her. They did. And yeah. so when they told me that I got it, uh, even though I desperately needed the money, I... I was like, I don't know if this is going to be a good thing. Because I couldn't see that that's what they liked was that tension that we butted heads. And uh, for the first probably, I don't know, 10 episodes, I fought that. I thought this is a bad thing. Until then, I suddenly realized, oh, okay, Uh, kind of invite the viewer in as my friend on my side Mm -hmm. and... do takes to the camera and stuff like that. Right. And that, I think, is when the show kind of hit its stride. And she found things about me to make fun of. I found things about her. Right. And, uh, and then it... But it, it it would spill over and become unmanageable because uh, <laughs> like the... Like the... <laughs> the arrogance, the aforementioned sure. arrogance, I could be a real fucking prick to her. And I was in the, the absolute depths of my drinking and my depression. And I would just be mean and condescending and yeah and and so both of us were during a meal and an alley sheedy movie (laughs) that's right they would have to cut sometimes and go paul you're being too mean (laughs) yeah i've since apologized i love that it's like a it's like a basically like a long wraparound people thought we were married that's what a sad comment on marriage it was cut paul listen yeah. It's going to be hard for you to call her a cunt and then go back yes. to breakfast club. So what we need you to do is maybe not so much. Uh, Annabelle, what are you making here? A nice cunt chicken? <laughs> so, oh, so basically it would be, uh, you know, me being too mean to her and her steamrolling me. That, that was Those were the two most common the common things. But she took a lot of my uh, shit. And a lot of viewers hated me because they were like, why are you being so mean to her? And... Uh, you know, my mom would say that to me, but my mom's a cunt. And, so and no. <laughs> we'll be right back no. with the Breakfast Club. <laughs> but, but Annabelle and I are, are friendly uh, uh, to this day. I had her uh, as a as a guest on my podcast, and it, and it was great. We we talked about a lot of this shit and super smart. Yeah, super she's smart. Incredibly smart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And funny. I mean, yes. she's really cool. And very, can, very cultured. And like, I would feel like uh, like I had just come out of Mayberry. I remember one time she was talking about. <laughs> All of these, uh, like doing uh, off Broadway and stuff in New York, and and I just remember the look on her face when I when I said I heard the and I honestly meant this. I was like I heard that the Lion King is supposed to be great, 
And I remember her just looking at me like, did you just fall off a turnip truck? Did I you? mean, oh, because I, I actually, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, that was my idea of like what was New awesome. York theater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually really good. What? I went and saw it. It was yeah. pretty amazing. Come on. The Lion King? Yeah. It was like a Julie Tamor thing. The, yeah. It was remarkable, the shit that she yeah. does on stage. Did you like but, Starlight but Express? It, Oh, that was I saw that in London. It was the fucking the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't even know what you're talking about. It made about, me angry. That was a roller It made skating. me hate roller skates. It was a, but that was at the beginning of hey, you know, a musical can also be a ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, people no, can go can, it can, it can. Yeah, no, it can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Xanadu? Technicolor dream coat. Is that what it is? Joseph? That's the music in that is, is great. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I hate musicals. We though, are talking part. to Paul Gimartin. This is uh, I don't like four dinners. Gimartin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's four you... dinners and a mule. Uh, the host of <laughs> you. Now, did did they ever did they ever ask you to come in with an idea for meals? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just asked that question. <laughs> That's the worst question anybody's ever asked. Anyway, anyway. Okay, Dave, you, you shut down. Have... You shut down other people's just... podcasts with that. <laughs> I, like yeah. people are turning off podcasts in general. Like that was that was an insult to our guest. That was an insult to questions. Yeah. Just questions. Apple, don't like you Apple anymore. stock just dipped. Oh my god. That's how that's how bad that question. <laughs> Holy was. fuck, dude. You sent us back years. Yeah. Did they ever There was just a a, a creak in Steve Jobs' casket. Just a little, oh my God. like the the hinges. Just one of the screws on a hinge popped in his casket. Oh my God, dude! People want to know, man. Let's get into it. <laughs> you ask the tough questions. Well, this the, I got Holy this fuck. question on Twitter, dude. Nobody was in, nobody was even on the message boards of dinner and a movie. That's how uninterested people are in talking about. I wish I was kidding, but there would be like three months between postings on the message boards for dinner and a movie. They don't. Really, so, they don't really have those kind of shows anymore, right? Like there were a few of them. Seagull what? was on one, and there <laughs> yeah. were a few like shows that were Pardo like wrap around right? movies. Yep. Pardo had one. That's the one I auditioned for, the Pardo one. Yeah. And and like the History Channel would have them, where they'd have a guy and be like, yeah. "Well, this is not how it went at all." <laughs> like they had those ones, and now they're all gone. Was like, that called debunk yeah. the movie? <laughs> Did you ever see Debunk the movie where it's just like, you know, yeah. high school kids would not get first off, you don't have detention on Sundays. It was Wait called, a minute. It was called Montage Busters. And they would oh, they would pick I apart love uh, that. Love they would say, Oh, Julia busters. Julia Roberts would never have put on three different hats in the same shop. Oh, I disagree. Man. Yeah, I disagree. Brown eyed girl. Brown eyed girl <laughs> she loved hats. is not a song to put hats on to. God, welcome back to movie debunkers. How did you feel when uh how long did it run? It ran for like 10, Six, 16 years. 16 years. How did you feel when it was over? Relief and also a little bit of fear. Like what, you know, fortunately I'd started doing my podcast uh, for about six months and I could just kind of feel in my gut that this was what I was supposed to be doing, this, mm -hmm. this podcast. But there was a financial fear of, you know, oh great. Now I got to try to make my living doing a fucking podcast. Um, oh, and it's good. It's a good thing. It, it's trust me. The riches. The amount of money that we are rolling <laughs> in. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Cha -ching, cha -ching, cha -ching, cha -ching. Yeah. Um, I miss the people that I did the the uh, the show with, but watching Rush Hour two for the sixth time. Did you actually have to do that? Yeah, you because had to they watch would, the movie. 
oh yeah, we would have to watch the movie. And there were certain movies that they would show again and again and again, and they would get different sponsors. So we would have to redo the movie and it would be the same break you would come out of. And so you would have to come up with your fifth joke for Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker walking down the freeway naked. And wait, wait, wait a minute. So, so how did this work? Like, they would tell you, okay, we're going to do Rush Hour 2, and then you would watch it. They'd say, this is where the break is. Come yes. up with a joke. Come up with a joke. Oh, yes. fuck everything about that. Yeah, it's not bad when you're doing a movie for the first time, especially if it's a cheesy movie like Roadhouse. Those movies were, were fun. Well, that's also you, very real. Now, when you say right, cheesy, so I get offended because yeah. Roadhouse, for me, shot for shot, Life. It's kind of my life, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's how... But yeah. then again, you, you were an undersized to, bouncer, so... <laughs> he was an undersized bouncer. You ever I reached into a, a man's prison. throat and yeah. relieved him of his voice box? <laughs> because yeah. I've done that quite a bit. Yeah, well, the guys who used to fucking prison. I also do a lot of fucking meditation on my roof. Now, when you... <laughs> now... Is the correct term relieved him of his voice box? <laughs> say, is that the medical term? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna relieve, May I this relieve you of your voice box. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I'm gonna relieve you of it. You yeah. have one. I'm gonna okay. reach in. Yeah. I'm gonna pull it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, my whole town was uh, controlled by a, a guy with monster trucks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And uh, there was a club where the where the where the one of the bouncers was the lead singer of X. <laughs> uh, he was Isn't the bartender. That, he oh, wasn't a bouncer. Oh, right. Hang on, Sam. friend. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, you got that. And then they find old Sam with a fucking Sam. What's his name? With the big Elliot. knife in him. Sam Elliott. God, was he good in the I movie. tell you, Roadhouse and uh, I love Point Roadhouse. Break, there was a period where Swayze was en fuego. Oh, yeah. Those two movies, oh, yeah. I, I just... Roadhouse and Point Break are great. Well, and did you see Point Break quite a bit, Point, too? Point Break has actually, Utah? Uh, has actually started its own branch of uh, Buddhism. I'm sorry. You do, do you know what you just said? Because you just said <laughs> that came. Yeah, it you sounded said that out like your you mouth said. It's. <laughs> I may have to relieve you of your voice box because it sounded like you said that that movie. You're saying there's a sect or like a, a Buddhism a, that now just wa- that just was founded. Yeah, off of the movie Point Break. Off that, of the movie Point Break. Yeah, when points, they Point Breakians. <laughs> yeah, and when they meditate, do they wear rubber Nixon masks? Uh, they do. They do. And are the Red Hot Chili Peppers there for some reason? Uh, they are. Do they? Try I, I am you, almost out of yes isn't, hands. Isn't it interesting that isn't it interesting that Patrick Swayze may have the record for acting with the most Los Angeles punk rockers of wow. any major film star? Oh wait, are you calling the Chili Peppers punk rockers? Well, they came up in that whole kind of. They came up in what it was that sort of scene. Yes, well, I mean, yeah, they were. They called it punk funk at the long. Yeah, I mean, I mean it was X, funk. X wasn't that punk if you think about it. It was really no, sort I of know. country, rockabilly. Blues, rock and roll, but that was the same time period. Yeah, so those guys, so that's Swayze's. Nobody mentions that. No, because I think nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you may be right. Uh, I How, think that's the biggest reason people. Don't. I think the easiest job in Hollywood might have been the person that finds his shirts for his movies. Is that right? Yeah, because they're tight and they're. Uh, awesome. well, they, and he almost never had a had a shirt on. No, there always there, be some there, reason. There's going to be two of them, and we're going to get them at the boys' department at Macy's because yeah. they're going to be tight. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Police Department of Macy's is great. Yeah. Did you read Rob Lowe's book? You, said, you about, said that to me just fucking, like, honestly. What, <laughs> honestly like, that wasn't like you said that like that was a real question. No, it's a great book. His biography is... Does he cover the... Does he cover the... What does that have to do with... videotape period? Uh, Patrick Swayze talks about about how what a fucking nut that guy was. Really? And they were making Outsiders and how fucking fit he was and he was like... He blew... Like when he got there, everyone was afraid of him. He was sort of the guy... He was the cock of the walk at that time. He was also the oldest guy in the... 
Right, but could just fucking beat the shit out of anybody. I fucking, I love what they did with that movie, how they had all of the outsiders stay in shitty people's houses around the town. Like, literally, the actors had to go and yeah. live in... Oh, really? Yeah, yep. live in shitty Yeah, yeah, shitty Cop- places Coppola had them living town. with... Ha- and the living... socials lived in nice, like, set up. Like... Put them, yeah, put them in a hotel. And then, yeah. ultimately, they all resided in a shitty movie, which I think... Was... <laughs> whoa! Hey! Whoa! Hey! Step it back. Oh, my inner pony boy is coming out! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And if you read the Rob book, he's like, they cut... Enormous chunks out of that movie that like there really was, yeah yeah Rob had a bigger part in it oh they should they should make a director's cut I'd watch it I, also Wolverine are you kidding me what are you gonna say about that I'll punch you in the face never I'm seen a, it what it wasn't on dinner at dinner in a in a jackass Mm-mm. it was never on your show the movie Wolverine oh, Wolverine Red Dawn <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. And I'm no, gonna we, leave. You're an idiot. Yeah. I was just almost yelling at someone. <laughs> the wrong name the wrong of a movie. movie. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck you were talking yeah. about. I thought you were talking about that hockey movie he made, which I'm sure you guys did have. Young Blood. Young Blood. God, yeah. you know the best. Old, so, and we're like, there's cutting horrendous. edge. You want to talk oh, hockey movies? God, that's amazing. Oh. Which, what's the best movie that was on there? You guys never did like the uh, Godfather, Fargo. right? Fargo. Fargo. Yeah. That's, that's the best film and the worst. The worst was was probably Mr. Destiny. Or uh, oh, Problem Destiny. Child, or there's so Mr. many. Did you ever do anything with Jim Belushi? So you, yes, you've seen all of Jim Belushi's movies. Almost every one. That's fucked up. It's, like that's unfair. Like I actually when, have a the fast forward yeah. button on my VCR was his face. Can I say something? Like I know you like to get down to the deep shit in yeah. your like in your life, like on your podcast, and you talk yeah. about your mom, and you talk about shit like that. Yeah. You should talk about the fact that you were subjected to so much Jim Belushi. It's unfucking fair. Like yeah. that's I can't even look at a cigar. people. People have people have been euthanized because of that. Lots of yeah. people have been euthanized. Like no. that's a, like if you go to Oregon and you check out boxes like cancer, AIDS, whatever. Yeah. Too many Belushi movies. Just is the Jim bottom. Belushi. It's Jim just Jim Belushi. Belushi. Yeah, it doesn't John, matter what yeah. form it comes in. Yeah. You could have just spent time with him. Too much yeah. Belushi. Yeah. Has see. he ever been in a good movie? I'm trying to think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was. Uh, self, self, was it Salvador? No, what was it? What was the movie called? Oh, right. Yes. Salvador, yes. Salvador. He was in Salvador and he's in uh, uh, Trading Places. He's the gorilla in the uh, on the That's, train. That's but that doesn't. But he was count. in it. Yeah. But he was in it, and that was a good movie. He's he like, was. Has he ever had a, a sizable part in a? Uh, did you like about last night with Rob Lowe? No. Which was a sexual perversity <laughs> in Chicago. I, uh, I remember bumping into Tim Kazarinsky after he found out oh, that here that, we go, that, Kazarinsky stories. That, that uh, oh man, I love when he tells his Kazarinsky stories. <laughs> they're they're the best because he wrote the screenplay. For he it. did, yeah. yeah, and he was disappointed. And, and he, yeah. yeah, when he found out that they ca- cast uh, Rob Lowe and and the other the the dead guy's brother, yeah, who he was he referred was, to then, he was not not happy. Did you? So has Jim Belushi been in a good movie? That's our question for callers. One eight hundred. That's a good question. He must have. I mean, somehow I feel like he probably is like like a classic. Yeah. Like, is he in or a part of an ensemble, or was he in a good movie? I think he's been in good movies, but small parts. Right, I yeah. mean, I, I mean oh, I'll say so... this: the Jim the Jim Belushi show is fantastic. Um, it's just funny. Something about Jim. Is that what it was called? Was it, was it called? According to Jim. Oh, according, according to, to Jim. Jim. Boy, you guys are a couple of old fucks. Man. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we're not up on. We're not we up on Jim Belushi. No. <laughs> we watch There's so much girls. We we've forgotten about, about everything else. <laughs> we watch girls forwards and backwards, so we're up on. <laughs> oh, girl, do you like girls? Girls is a great show. Uh, I watched Tiny Furniture, which she did, which got her girls, yeah. and I thought it was it was great. It was different, mm. and uh... go ahead and take off. I, li- I hear tiny no. furniture is good. One. I like it. It's girls. about small furniture. 
There's nothing wrong with that. Um, he's going to be in the new Oz movie. Oh no, though. Jim Belushi is apparently uh, Oz, uh, as in the HBO. Oh no, 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 no. There's a new Oz movie about, coming about. A movie about oh, uh, the, the prequel. Yeah. yeah, prequel. Well, he the guy wrote like 13 books. So. Frank L. Baum. Look at you. Not his name. Is that Alan Ball's brother, right? Baum. Alan Ball's brother. He was in Cougars Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> a, couple, a couple years ago. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a really cougar grim list. Cougar of, um, has be- become like the 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 word. You know what? Like that. That that like scratching. Yes. The cougar has become that. Yeah, that word. Yeah, it is just so I, you fucking shot. Actual cougars. You know, <laughs> actual cougars would be so bummed to be like. I was like, cougars were like bad at. Remember right. when cougar was just a car? Yeah. And now. We're just a booyah. Now it's just like, what's up, cougar? Yeah. Like, and then we got fucking trumped by MILF. Yeah. You guys, we may have we may have unlocked a mystery, and that's find a great Jim Belushi movie. I mean, I am looking, and it is just, it is a wasteland. Like, it is remarkable. Yeah. And worked so consistently. He was on the Larry Sanders show, but I guess he was probably on the Larry Sanders show as Jim Belushi. Yeah. So that doesn't right. count. Uh, he was in the Blues Brothers. The original Blues Brothers? Oh, no. no Blues that's... Brothers 2000, which is, is apparently <laughs> beyond unwatchable. Does the Mighty Ducks count? <laughs> did, now, did you... Uh, Mighty Ducks, was that ever... The, any, how much no. Estevez? Did you guys ever have Repo Man as your movie? Never did Repo Man. Oh, too weird. Too punk, huh? Um, too weird? No, I mean, we would do... We would do movies like uh, Heather's decent movie kind of yeah, don't like the ending movie. of it but certainly uh i like heather's some really funny moments yeah in it. i also have to say i like heather's i can't say anything bad about it because i'm friends with the writer so really i can't be honest but i did <laughs> like it a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> was that did you what did you just wink at our guest no 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 yeah, i feel like you winked at uh, him. i winked at him because i'm gonna try and fuck him <laughs> <laughs> um wow canine you guys remember canine oh uh, yeah. we showed that Who's we Harry Crumb? Nope. Not good. Red Heat? Nope. The Principal? That was no. fucking great. That was about a, a school that was out of control. A yeah. principal came in and set shit straight. Yeah, right. I think How he had a bat. How can, yeah. can that not be a good meet? Do you guys like Little Shop of Horrors? I know some people do. I did not. Uh, I was okay. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors wasn't bad. Yeah, Steve that Martin was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salvador, that could be it. That's it. It was in the yeah. one good movie. Wow, that there was. I mean, and trading yeah. places. I'm so glad we took the listener there. Do you think that uh, God got the Belushi's mixed up, and he was supposed to die right after Salvador, just so that? Oh my God! Would that would be the, a great premise for a movie? Was who, he on? Who was killed he... the wrong Belushi? And it's yeah. just, it's just angels searching for other angels. It's two angels that have to go and find the one angel who fucking took out the wrong Belushi. <laughs> did did nobody now I wasn't like I was a kid sort of when this happened, but did when they put him on so he was on Saturday Night Live for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. The absolute worst years of Saturday but, Night Live. But did Life. anybody go, What the fuck are you doing? Like the the guy who died is one of the funniest motherfuckers ever, and you're just gonna put his brother on? Like did anyone like that had to have been was that like in print? Like what? What? What's well, happening right now? We also have to remember that at one point, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Anthony Michael Hall were also cast members. Remember they did it. They and did Dennis it. Quaid. A lot of people don't remember the Quaid. No, years. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. They did. They did. no, no. That's what I'm saying. Dennis. 
<laughs> they Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. did a news piece, like they were on the news where they just like made fart noises. Uh huh. And it was just like, oh, so uh, it's, tonight's story is about, <clears throat> and <laughs> and it, it's it. I can still remember to this day, like watching, going, "What in the fuck is happening?" Like yeah. it was so insanely bad, you couldn't believe it. It's the kind of shit that you would see on YouTube from an eleven-year-old mm-hmm. right now. Well, you know, um, Anthony Michael Hall said that he wouldn't be a cast member unless they brought Robert Downey Jr. on, which is weird. Because one of those guys is loaded with talent. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Anthony Michael Hall was uh, great in the movie, the Sixteen Candles, and stuff like oh, he that. He was a very good child actor, but then yeah. oh, that, that series that he did, the the remake of the uh, uh, you know the um... Incredible Mr. Thing. No, you <laughs> fucking. <laughs> what is the Incredible Mr. Thing? You cunt he face. He was great I'm as Bill Gates you. in the in the Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, bio... he was good in as, as Whitey Ford in uh, in Fifty Two. Yeah, I mean, so he's not a bad actor. No, he's yeah. fine. Get off his dick. Oh dude. my god. Yeah. I am in a closet with two <laughs> middle-aged men yeah. defending Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, like that's, welcome to I don't, this welcome moment. That's everything that's wrong with my life. Like it's just bad. I don't. I think you should stop calling this the the, the closet. I think there should be another name for it because what this really is is uh, a sweat lodge for the emotionally <laughs> overwhelmed. Really it's really hot in here and it's a cabin of despair. Did you just call this a sweat lodge for the emotionally overwhelmed? I did. <laughs> I can love you. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Great would it be to have a jack saxophonist in here who just stood back behind you like and whenever we went San to break, almost fire like gentlemen and we, no jazz saxophone yeah. and afterwards we just went to break and literally just had live jazz saxophone in the closet what did uh, <laughs> what kind of music did he play in San Elmo's fire he played, he played rock and roll. He played bad. He was in a rock and roll band. Clarence Clemens. He, he played oh. headband uh, headband. You were just uh, redundant. Tank by the top. Way. Yeah. What's that? You said bad Clarence Clemens. You were just redundant. I, the man passed away this year. I thought I would just be a little bit reverent. <laughs> you taking down the big man? Uh, we're not, we don't, we're not we're fans. We're not Springsteen of, fans. We're not Springsteen people. No, this we, is, not, this we, is a non-Springsteen closet. Yeah. Where yeah. are you from again? Uh, Chicago. I'm not, uh, I'm so not, you're like halfway in Springsteen area there. It's, I'm actually not a, not a wait, huge... I like Nebraska. City, every city has a band that they have to like. Like We, we sort of Journey. were stuck with Journey and the Grateful Dead. Uh, uh, Santana, that was sort of our area. Sure. Those were our, you know, Green Day now, I guess, to a certain degree, mm-hmm. and Metallica. That was, those were sort of our, like, everyone sort of agrees. Yeah. What was it, the Chicago bands you were forced to? God, there weren't, I, I suppose, about the band Sticks. Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Other than Chicago. Uh, Sticks was probably the biggest local band when yeah. I was, when I was in, in high school. But it was also, when I got into high school, those horrible Dennis DeYoung years where it was yeah. Really overly theatrical. They know. actually rocked out before. Yeah, yeah. Before they were that. almost like a, they were almost like an American Queen. Yeah, they had some. Then there was some, really? definitely some guitar in there. Oh, I mean, some great, were... some great guitar. What yeah. is, now you know this is being recorded. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to somebody else about this. They had no idea that Sticks actually pre Dennis DeYoung had some great. Really, was Sticks the one that the guy was that the were those the guy who did the song Rosanna? 
No, no, that's Toto. That's Toto. Is that's there a, a big other... difference between Sticks and Toto? <laughs> uh, late, <laughs> late Sticks and Toto. No, right? Because that's were what you, I remember. No, were you, were, were you, are you? So, was there not a band that was associated with Chicago? Where you were like, the, like Cheap Trick? Are you or, not uh, cool enough to know? Cheap. Were you supposed? Cheap to Trick like... was from Rockford, which is which was just outside right. Chicago. Fuck yeah. Um, not that the I Smashing can think Pumpkins, of. Smashing Pumpkins. Were you supposed to like them? Well, I had I had moved away by the Veruca time they. Salt. No, really? I'd moved away by really? the time they were. Yeah, you just Can't said Veruca Salt. Yeah, they're from. Yeah, but they were like a one song, and then they. But they were popular. Well, you, you knew who I was talking about. Yeah, but it's, it's, well, it's not like your Urge Wilco? Overkill. Yeah, but Urge. Oh, Wilco, massive. Yeah, yeah, that's a big. Sister band. Havana is one of the greatest songs ever. They're a great fucking band. Those yeah. guys fucked it up. They fucked it up. What did they do? They had it. They just got drugged out, and the yeah. dr- drummer quit, and they just blew it. But they. Yeah. They had a fucking hung in there. They were. They had a fucking. They had a great image. They had a cool band. Like they were. They weren't like anyone. Like they were fucking awesome. Love them. Urge overkill. Check it out. <laughs> you motherfucker! I will slug you in the yeah. chest. Why? I just. Won't punch I didn't you. say anything. You made a face that makes me hate you, and no. like you at the same time. We're friends. How are you? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I know. Barely. Just on the thread. Just on the edge. Just on the edge of friendship. Right? Is that ten? I'm not. I'm not listening to either of you. <laughs> oh is that God. a bad thing to do Paul when you're podcasting? Our guest. A while ago, uh, you guys keep talking about music. Yeah. Oh, you cunt face. <laughs> you fucking cunt face. This is your dream segment. Hey, should I, maybe this would be a good time to plug that Dave is going to be on my podcast, opening up the cellar door. Oh yeah. To all his. That uh, must have been. Did you? Pain. How, how how many showers did you have to take after that? We showered while we did the podcast. Yeah, I love that. That. We shorted out a couple of <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to say the name of your podcast? That's called The Mental Illness Happy Hour. I don't think we've said it yet. And I don't know if it is going to go up, your episode's going to go up before or after this one airs. So uh, Right around the same time. Right imagine. around the same time. But it was a great episode. I thought it was going to be hard to get Dave to open up and be vulnerable, and it was not at all. No, he's a good guest. He's a shitty co-host, but a yeah. really good guest. I was... I, was, uh, I wish Dave would just let me fucking ask him questions, but instead... Yeah. Oh. Driving with his stories. Oh my god! <laughs> it is after after hearing. <laughs> oh my god! After Holy hearing fuck. After hearing Dave's story, uh, I honestly am shocked that he is not in jail. No, Dave's one of two friends that I have where I'm like, I don't know how you fucking made. Literally, like watching somebody cross a tightrope, yeah. a life tightrope. You and my buddy Eric. Eric. Eric oh, had yeah. every reason in the world to be the worst human being alive, yeah. and he turned out to be one of the best. But he yeah. really like. I mean. Nobody gave that kid a fucking break. He yeah. did not get... I, he didn't win in the dad department. He never had a mom. Like, he just got... Oh. I teetered on... Uh, yeah, I teetered on it. I could have easily... You know, I was fucking dealing drugs and, like, you know, I could have easily ended up in prison. Like, it's so fucking easy. Or or killed someone with my car. Like, I used to get drunk and drive all the time when I was a teenager. But didn't everybody deal a little drugs? I dealt oh, a little really? drugs in did college. You, did you yes. do this? Would you do an eight ball, drink all night, then get in your car... And turn off the lights and drive it 90 miles an hour home? Yes, it was called spring break. Me and my buddies, me and my buddies, me and my buddies all took acid and drove to Arizona one night. Like, I think it, part of it was, part of it was, well, we're both derelicts, but part of it was also the time. Like, it's weird to think about how drugs have changed in that, like, they were bad, but people did them. Yeah, everybody did it. I mean, yeah. people's parents did them. Like, people did them. I mean, you grew up in Marin. A lot of people, like, my, my parents did, and they were squares. But but 
a lot oh, of yeah. people's parents did drugs, so yeah. like doing some blow wasn't that big a deal. No. Especially even if it Marin, into a Marin deal. was like where cocaine fell from the sky. Yeah, <laughs> and people were doing acid. Like people did drugs. Yeah, midweek. Yeah, oh, you know? totally midweek. There were people on drugs at school all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the football players at my college did drugs the night before the game. Like they'd be at a game. They'd like be at a party the night before the game. I mean, Oregon sucked then, but yeah. But that was like a thing, and then it then it got real. Then it got really it got reg- real. It got real Reagan-y, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it was Reagan and Mothers Against Drunk Driving that turned yeah. the tide. Th- that's why they I- really did actually have an effect. As in- oh, oh it had a huge effect. I couldn't find weed, like in '88. <laughs> In '88, I had just I become. That, a, I love that we're talking about a giant societal thing, and he's like, yeah, "I couldn't find weed." I th- the "just say no" thing was awful. Do you guys remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it hard for you in Chicago? No, it, it was never. Up. It was never hard for us to find drugs in Marin. No, not not not, not, not in California. Second, no, the University of Oregon. But that's interesting, though. That mothers against drunk driving really fucking had an impact. Yeah. Like over time, you look at that shit, and it was everything was made fun of, and. Dare to keep kids off drugs, but then if you look at the actual impact that those things had, they Enormous. did have an impact. Changed everything. Yeah. So, so drugs the, actually the new one they have now, Chicago? which is, hey, come on, bro. That's <laughs> a terrible. No one even knows what that means. Hey, come on, bro. What does that mean, even? Uh, why I, you do? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing new, that? Oh, I. Oh. The drugs dried up so badly, the weed did, in, in the late 80s, that I started growing in my apartment. I got a 1,000-watt metal halide light, a CO2 tank on a timer, and I was growing a quarter pound of Sensimelia every, really? every three months. The every most, three months? The most amazing. I would give away ounces that I probably could have sold for four or $500, yeah. but I didn't. I knew if I got into yeah, that's doing it feeling. for money, yeah. then I would want to do that to the extreme. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to give it away. That's the way we feel about podcasting. <laughs> you, you cannot imagine the number of friends calling me all the time just to see what was going on. When you give away ounces of Sensimelia yeah. for free. Hey, what's up, man? Paul, what you doing right now? You hanging out? What's um, going on? I just said, just come by and get your the ounce. harvest time? <laughs> just come by and get your ounce. I mean, it was that's I amazing. Love, now... Now think about but did you anything hear, that happened the, the amount of time so Gil, you could have but, but how about how Gil Martin yeah. that was, that whole thing. Like, he, like you know, if you know the history of our show, Paul is the reason we have a nice setup here in the closet. Yes. People don't complain about the fucking sound anymore. Cause well, he, I for the most part, a guy and he was like, here's, here's what you need. I come over and look at your closet, and I'll tell you, had this just been 15 years earlier, and I'd said, look, I'm trying to grow some weed... He'd have been the guy to call you. He remembers what kind of bulb he had. He what does. kind of like he had the whole fucking Did thing. Did you have tinfoil? Listen, all guys, the... if you want to grow some weed, mm-hmm. get a hold of Gil Martin. You want to start a podcast? Get a hold of Gil Martin. Like you should be. You're you you're that be, guy, aren't you? You know what you should be. You're everyone's you friend who has run that information. A hydroponic slash podcasting store. Uh, well, I never actually did hydroponics. I I grew it in soil, but I learned how to how to. Uh, the key to growing Sensimelia is that you have to clone the females. Because the males release the pollen, which is what causes the seeds. So you clone, you cut a little shoot off of the female plant, and then you place it in a little pot and you let that little baby plant grow. So you're constantly, you got the baby plants growing while the other ones are budding. And And so you just got this. the vagina? (laughs) (laughs) When we come back, we're going to show you some pot vaginas that you love. You guys will love these fucking sea vaginas. Are you that guy? Are you the guy that people call up and go, like, are you a guy? If it's something that I'm into. If I get into something, I get into it a thousand percent. I read every book on it. I That sounds like a problem, like an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. When I got into wine, I went from having my first bottle of good wine to within six months renting a humidity 
temperature controlled <laughs> wine locker with 24 cases of wine in it. And I had spent about $30,000. That's insane. When internet domain names became available within a month of buying my first domain name, I was up around the clock at $70 a pop. That's what they cost when they yeah, first came yeah, out. Yeah, I remember that. I bought, do the math, 400 domain names. <laughs> 390 it went into debt. And 390 of them completely worthless. Domain names oh like oldpeoplefucking.net. I wish I was kidding. I wish I was kidding. Oh my god. Oldpeoplefucking.net. Yes. Please send us the artwork. Yes. Oh, hey, that's going to come around, man. That's going to come. That's going to come. Old people getting it on. (laughs) .net. By the way, oh, my God. Do you know the one we own? Yeah. That we own punchcom.com. Do you really? Yeah, I told David in a live podcast I was going to punch him until he came. And and then the kid, there's uh, uh, Barry the art guy who made the posters for that night, made these cool posters, uh, was there. And I go, dude punchcom.com he goes I'm on it bro the next day we had a photo and if you go to punchcom.com right now you can see a picture of two fists let's say punchcom <laughs> check it out punchcom.com we own it I don't know what we're going to do with it but yeah. some shit's going to happen it's going to be huge right yeah. god I can't damn it you're, and did you, you're was, your hope, was your hope that you were investing in something that people would then buy back from you yes so or that I could build a new th- there was a couple that were good that I, that did, I did you buy so- any celebrity names no, no, I never squatted. But, you know, I had uh, a Dark Comedy, uh, which is a good one. I still own SingleMaltScotch.com, which I really? think is a uh, uh, Have one, people ever one tried to buy to. it from you? Uh, people have made offers, but they, they weren't uh, enough. But I'll, give you, I'll give you 80. I'll give you 60 bucks. <laughs> Sorry, bro. That's all I got. That's all I got. It's so funny because domains now, what it costs like $5. Seven to, bucks a year. Yeah, to keep yeah. your, to keep your do, domain yeah. name. Up and, around the clock. Like my credit card company calling. I think somebody's trying to. No, no, no. That's just me. That's just no, me. no, man. I'm getting domains. I'm getting domains. I got a business going on over here. Yeah. That's crazy. You're out of your fucking mind. Oh yeah, that's crazy. So when I got into woodworking within <laughs> six months, how are you not? How are you not? That's, like, how do you start a sentence when I got into woodworking? <laughs> how are you not developing I went, a show about you? I went <laughs> called oh. the fucking madman. <laughs> like, what about the guy whose whole family has to watch him decide to buy domain names in nineteen? 19- or 2000, what? That what would have been a, would have been about 1996. <laughs> I mean, so that's early. Yeah, that's early maybe days. 97. That's early days. I mean, they, they, maybe they, 98. They, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, so because didn't Madonna have to pay some absurd amount of money to get her fucking domain yeah. domain name back? Could okay, be. so you got into woodworking. Yeah. What, what year did you get into woodworking? Uh, it was actually like six months after getting sober. I had all this uh, excess energy. And, and, and all this what wood. He, <laughs> and all this he wood. made a lot of wood when he was drinking. Because <laughs> yeah. he grew a bunch of fucking trees. Yeah, yeah. and then, well, there was a tree phase. Well, there was a period where I had, I was into forests, so I would start forests. <laughs> I would literally start a forest. I mean, I one day I grew a, a tree, and the next thing you know, I've, I've, I've grown the entire Pacific Northwest out. <laughs> I grew a whole forest, and then I had all this fucking woods. I thought, what's next? I'm sober now. Now, I'm gonna make an arc. <laughs> Holy fuck. So that's insane. When you Such say a, it is amazing when you feel dead inside when you find something that excites you. It is. But you have to give yourself credit for like a lot of people think thoughts like you do, but they don't act on them. The right. fact that you can not only act on them, but then 
like can't stop yourself mad. from acting. No, but you also become you also become some sort of like an authority. Like you understand it. Like you're the kind of guy that if you set your mind to something, a lot of people go, "I'm gonna fucking learn about pot," and it's like I think you get a lamp, and then I'm tired, and then I get a snack, and I forgot all about yeah. making pot. You already had the fucking. You were doing the seed work, like. You're, you're like, cloning. You literally could do but anything it's not, you wanted it, to do. But it's not me willing myself to do that. It's me unable to stop myself from doing it. It's that's it's I, it's that's it's, it's not so, that's what's who Steve Jobs was, right? I don't know. He's talking about masturbation for me now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, look, I feel that way about a handful of things, and I'm not going to yes. go into them. But, but I'm looking at a pink blazer right behind you. <laughs> I can't stop myself with like I can't stop like I go to since I'm a kid I go to bed thinking about being in a band I wake up thinking about being in a band that's it period period but but that 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 you can actually manifest and turn it into something is fascinating because a lot of people can't that's where they get stuck you you may not so you do you enjoy it or not like when you're making like did you enjoy the woodworking phase oh absolutely I couldn't think about anything else when you say so then I got into woodworking what does that mean how does that start Uh, I decided you're sober I decided yeah sober I decided that I wanted to do uh, redo the walls in our bathroom I wanted to do that uh, uh, I forgot it what what kind of clay like the Tuscan yeah uh, whatever the fuck you call it where you put it on with the trowel yeah um, and I needed a couple of tools so I go to Home Depot yeah one thing leads to another uh-huh. I buy a you're different in, tool all of wo- a sudden you're I was in like the woodworking section yeah yeah all of a uh-huh. sudden I'm in the wood and I had done it in high school and uh-huh. I had always loved it it just felt like home the first time I was in a wood shop the uh-huh. smell of the wood I love the smell everything of the wood about wood it shop, yeah. yeah playing guitar too. but that's where it stops for me like yeah. I'm fine to let other people cut it yep. yeah I've went down to the bone twice yeah oh, <laughs> within six months of starting to do that bathroom uh, I had a, I had redone our garage I had a full on wood shop like with a five horsepower planer, uh, you know, professional cabinet these saw. These are all semis are pulling up with redwoods on these the back. Are all crazy marketable skills. Like how are yeah, you but not on and building? Furniture. How is he not how divorced? He... What are you talking about? Because my wife is so incredibly patient, and plus she would say, uh, you know, it'd be it'd be nice to have uh, drawers under the butcher block table. Done. <laughs> I go out to the garage I'm, and make dovetail no, drawers. No, because I haven't the been there, I'm saying, is the work good? The work is good. I, I uh, actually am able to build That's like fascinating mid-century to me. modern furniture with like curves and organic do shapes. Do you still and do it? When my depression hit really bad about two years ago, it was like going off a cliff. And, and my passion for almost everything just completely went away including Even. including that and i have to will myself to go into really? the, into the garage now and it's my wife is threatening to make me get rid of all the tools if i don't if i don't start doing stuff cuz it takes up so much room just but go make, go, there's go there's make pictures out. on my on my facebook page of of my uh, my furniture so oh shit god really I know it's good though. I, I'm so, fascinated with all right, that. This is fucking crazy. So well, that's what somebody said when they walked into the wood shop. That they said to somebody else who then passed it on to me. They person said, "Oh my God, Paul's crazy." <laughs> is that what they said? And I, yeah, and I said, "Yeah, I know." Like you're you you're like, do you go to therapy? Like, are you? Yeah. How's is it working? <laughs> Well, the, I, I haven't really gotten obsessive about things in probably about 
about two, three years. Um, I, I'm now able this. to do stuff with, with moderation. Is it because they go to a place and then they stop? Or be, like, for instance... Yeah, like photography, collecting sports cards. Wait, There's wait, like a three-year period. Did you... Did you throw yourself into photography and oh, buy yeah. cameras and oh yeah but let me ask and you, this, you were so you they, were taking pictures like mad and then I you took just... so many pictures in the first two years of doing photography that you know the counter on your camera counts yeah. the pictures yeah. it rolled over oh my god that's insane <laughs> so that was that over 10,000 pictures yeah, yeah. But so, can you, but... so so then what happens you just stop all of a sudden and switch to woodworking yeah it, so like so Pardo like, was constantly day, making fun of, of, of me. So one day you're taking endless pictures, and the next day you're like, "Holy shit, woodworking!" No, and they kind of they kind of blend into overlap. each other, where there's an overlapping thing. And do you do you, you think that they stop because they they peak or because, like let's let's say you started with woodworking and then suddenly you were building houses and then you had your own show and then you were like, like if it if it kept growing would you stay with it or is it because you get to a certain place and you're like it can't go a whole lot further than this is it a growth thing or a boredom I think it's thing a, I think it's a growth thing it's like I want to know what it feels like to build this I want to know what it's like to know what a camera works everything that you can do with the camera or enough things that I feel like I know how to do this now. Wow. And then it's like almost like a something clicks in me and I feel a certain satisfaction that okay, now I know how to design and build furniture. You would be you would be a great mafia hitman because you would just go Full into it for three years and then just be out. You're gonna be like, this is the kind of sight and this is the kind of gun and these are the kind of bullets and this is where yeah. you want to shoot from and this trajectory doesn't work. I've yeah. tried it there, you'd have to shoot from yeah. here. Yeah. Like you would actually be really good and super skilled at that. Whereas like I have a lot of desires, but I don't have a lot I don't have a great no, skill set, yeah, right? A, after no, you have idea you're an idea man. And then after the ideas are done, then you just leave them on the floor because <laughs> you can't build them. I can't You'll build fall them. over yourself and hurt yourself. No, I usually, I have to rope a partner in to do the things that I'm doing. But then I get right. fascinated with, like, you know, like I've been in a band now for a while with a partner. I have a partner. Without him, it doesn't really work. But I, I, I can stick with it and I, I can stay, I, I can keep doing it. Same with the podcast. We have been as consistent with this as I've ever been with anything. Stand-up kind of started and then it became its own snowball. But it's not a thing. Like, are you obsessed with stand-up? Did you ever get obsessed with stand-up? No. Never. You never got obsessed with it. I, I, I suppose in the beginning, because I wanted to know what it was like to, you know, get paid to do it. Then I wanted to know what it was like to feature. Then I wanted to know what it was like to headline and then, to, you know, to be on TV. But I think it kind of when I my Comedy Central half hour came out, I kind of, for me, that was like the, I don't I, there was really no kind of ring to, to chase after that. I suppose it would have been nice to have, have done uh, Letterman or, or Conan. Yeah. But... Um, it, and those it, are things it, that are still possible. Do you not think about those things anymore? Do you still no, do because up? because no, I've no. I do my Republican character, but I don't do uh, straight stand up anymore because I, I don't have anything to say. Everything that I want to say is inappropriate in a stand up form, um, like the podcast, you, motherfuckers. <laughs> also, you can say it through wood now, right, bro? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Did the, your chair just tell me to go fuck myself? That is a weird. How does a how does a piece how, of furniture tell yeah, you to go we, fuck myself? It, yeah. well, is it because is it because you're going deep on your show and you feel like I can't get this out of my stand up? Yes. 
and no, and people would but be you don't really think uncomfortable now because hearing of your me. podcast. People will go, "I'm going to go see Paul because he's going to get deep because of his podcast." But the, mm. if people Not were just comedy? if it was an, a non comedy club and it was just listeners, <laughs> I would be comfortable doing stand up at that. But I wouldn't ever be comfortable going to a comedy club knowing that there would be people coming in just to see a comedian. Yes. That's so weird because I'm opening up a non-comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, that's just what it's oh, called. That's non- a welcome to non-comedy, and I'll be, a- I'll be the headline. Oh my God! I want to do uh, like a small theater, little tiny theaters. That's what I want to do, and do like a road version for people that that listen to my podcast. I don't know how you do it. I don't either. I don't either, but I, you know what I think it might be, just a, like a humorous version of my show, because you know my show can get kind of teary mm-hmm. and dark and icky, but uh, like the, the the thought that comes to mind would be like interviewing Paul F. Tompkins as Andrew Lloyd Webber, like doing something right. like that, right? Where it would be a comedy show, but it would also kind of be loosely based on my podcast. Right, I see what you're saying. That could be really good. I do think your fans would go, I've had, I've seen Paul, I want more, I mean, they would not not against mm-hmm. Paul or whoever your guest right. is. Don't you think people are going to want some of you? I think, yeah, I think the reason, I, I have to say the reason people like your podcast is not because you're guests. They like you. And you, and you are actually fun. I, oh, you don't think so? No, is I don't right? think people like him Oh, well, tell me more about this. <laughs> <laughs> so you say people don't like Paul at all. Yeah. They, they, they just listen to Despite me, they like the podcast. Yeah, so we're talking. <laughs> okay, so I want to, I want to, woodworking. Yeah. Cameras. Wine. Wine. Yeah. Domains. Domains. Sports baseball cards. Baseball cards. Sports was, cards. No, actually, no baseball. Football and basketball. Well, oh, sure. Shit. Why the, would you go... The, the two, what, two, what, two least tradable. <laughs> <laughs> why would you... What, Did, what year you was it, that? 92. Okay. Uh, I could tell you every rookie <laughs> from are you, are you, are you 1991 really? to, you know, 1993 or 4, which was the, the window that I collected... Uh, that stuff in. <laughs> okay yeah. so uh what else um those are the those are the big ones oh there was the summer that i uh learned how to juggle so every <laughs> every m- minute i had free i was learning how to juggle because i wanted to know what it felt like to juggle what what it's like you were, you it's were fucking uh, fascinating what you know they do that that thing in esquire all the time where people write first person accounts of all the things that they do, like yeah. what it's like to fall out of a hang letter, what if it's, you know, or, you know got, 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 literally like a guy who was, burn, burn, what yes. it feels like to burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you have done a lot of shit. I mean, that's fascinating. It's really fucking, is that it? Are yeah. we, are we done? I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's probably others. Well, the one thing that, that I love to this day that I've loved since I was seven years old and I still do three times a week is, is play hockey. And, uh, that, that will never go away. I will play until, I'm, I'm unable to. Yeah. But, so, but that's not in, that's, that's you, more just something that even when I'm at my most depressed, I still play get hockey. up for play. I still get butterflies in my stomach putting my skates on. Can you juggle on ice skates? I could. <laughs> I've never tried. Damn it. What's the heaviest thing? Could you thing make you've... your own ice skates out of wood? <laughs> What's what the you, heaviest woodworks? thing you've juggled besides your uh, mental problems? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's so crazy. I'm fascinated by all of it because it's, you know, it, it, I think you shouldn't take that all for granted, all that shit, because the fact that you have all of these different skill sets that you can suddenly apply yourself to something if you get passionate it's about a, it and then master it. Yeah. It's a shame he never got obsessed with like accounting because then he. <laughs> yeah. Holy oh, a guitar. Good decision. Guitar. Guitar. I've, I've played guitar since I was 14, but that goes in, in phases where I'll play like for six hours a day recording into Pro Tools and then I won't play for another six months. Is there a concern that right now you're in the middle of an obsession? Uh, I haven't really been in the middle of an obsession for a couple of years. Podcasting? It's not an, it's not an obsession. Okay. It's, it feels, it's like a passion. It's a passion. Yep. It's not an obsession. Yep. And I think... Uh, some of the support groups that I've been in have helped me deal with that obsession because I think the obsession comes from a wanting to avoid something that I'm feeling. Sure. Like when West Wing got canceled. That's right. Jesus, that wasn't easy. I made a chair that week. <laughs> I don't even woodwork. I don't even woodwork. And I made, I made a chair. I made a like I made like a bench. I made like a whole. That's I weird. Love that. I made a boat. I just when screamed. Canceled, I just I fell just, to I my knees stop. and yelled, "Sam Seaborn!" And he hadn't even been on the show for a couple yeah, of years. I, I, I was out at the low. Cape for fucking six yeah. weeks, just making a boat. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I couldn't fucking take that shit. Yeah, I when wanna... girls goes off the air, I suspect I'll make an arc. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a children's show written by An uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin, where all the kids talk like Aaron Sorkin. Oh, I would love that. Fuck, that'd be that amazing. Would, now that, would that be a funny parody? Anything the children's shows that are on now. I, I love that. Weird. No, it's good. Them on the playground, just just walking. One of them breaking down. Oh my god! Coming, the, doing the walk and talk yes. from the slide. Yes. If I could write like yeah. Aaron Sorkin, I would write this parody right now. But just like kids at school in a yeah. grammar school, walking back and forth, yeah. sassy talking. Yeah. I feel like I could write it, but could you find kids that could deliver that? Yes. That well, you wouldn't have to worry about that. What you do is you take it to a place like uh, Red Hour or one of these other production companies and let them worry about that. Let mm -hmm. them cast the fuck out of yeah. it. Writing something like that would be great. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Thank God we put it out to everybody online so now someone can just steal it. Yeah. People have stolen our ideas and then killed themselves trying to make it. I That's know. People are like, I love this idea. Somebody else probably has that idea, though. Do they have kids know. doing that? I don't know. Sounds like a new obsession. I love it. I, I'm excited. I love a Sorkin are walk you, and talk with you, a couple of six-year-olds. Doing my Republican character was an obsession for a, for a while, where I, I was just, every day was just, uh, couldn't stop writing stuff. as it, it was just kind of pouring pouring out. And would you do the Republican character like to your wife all the time? No, but she would help me write stuff. she's a writer. Yeah, she would give me ideas for it, and she still does, but the, the passion to do that character has kind How of... How often do you think she says the phrase, here we go? Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yes, she will, she will give me... She will say, October of 07 is when this one ends. Really? Yeah. And and so she's good natured about your very your fucking like, very good natured madness. Yeah, I I don't know. Is it ADHD or what? what no, it's not ADHD. It, it sounds a OCD. Little bit, yeah, OCD is yeah. what it's. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just married to a psychologist, so I yeah. pick up, <laughs> I pick up random stuff. But it does sound like it's it's yeah. obsessive. I mean, that's a it's obsessive. Yeah, but it's been a couple of years. There's there's always been one since i don't know maybe my 20s and there hasn't been one uh in the last couple of years and i think it's just because of the psychological work that i've that i've done and and maybe or, and the crushing depression 
<laughs> yes. Is that yeah. what you consider psychological work? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know whether this is normal or this is... Uh... I was saying to Dave the other day, this is something I'm obsessed with, when you start to uh, wonder whether you are inspired, whether it's divine inspiration, or you're having a fucking nervous breakdown. The difference between like, this thing keeps arriving for me, it won't go away, it wants out, it wants to be this thing, it's telling you just go this direction, everything will be okay, and then you're thinking, this is the dumbest thing <laughs> I could possibly be pouring all my energy into, I have so many responsibilities and so many places I need to actually be, and I don't want to be at any of them, I want to be here, I want to be doing this, this is the thing I've always, you know what I mean, like, that thing where like, you do start to go, um, oh, I'm going crazy. I know what this is. I'm actually losing my mind. I can't find the center. I can't find the real place because I have that all the time. Like, look, this is your thing. You're only going to be alive for so long. If you don't answer this bell, you'll never answer it. And then you think, fuck, I can't do that to everybody. There's no, there's no, I don't know what the goal is. Certain yeah. things don't have a, there's no payoff, you know? Interesting. It's fascinating. I'm obsessed with pussy. Right. You're obsessed with being a pussy. Right. <laughs> That's what I meant. Does that not come out right? <laughs> when we come back, dude, maybe uh, maybe the pussy things uh, goes away, and then uh, get obsessed with buttholes. I love buttholes. Oh yeah. Or, or what do you call them. it? The bottle. Bottle. I, I collect them. Yeah, you yeah. collect bottles? I have seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. Or walnuts. Yeah. Walnuts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I put eyeballs in them, and then I talk to them. <laughs> we'll be right back. No, we won't. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. That was great. 59. Do you mind that we asked you all those questions no. about that? I find it fascinating. Um, do you have anything you want to plug besides your podcast? I don't think so. What's the name of your podcast? Mental Illness Happy Hour. Um, and mm. I'll be on it soon. Yeah. Um, Greg has some gigs coming up. Oh. Well, who knows now? No, now we're done. This I one think. will come up after. Might, this yeah, one yeah. will come up after I'm on vacation Montreal. right now. Oh, you're in Hawaii? Yeah. How's that going? It's all right. Yeah. It's hot. Um, uh, and then, uh, in a couple weeks in, uh, we'll be in Austin and Atlantic, Atlantic City. Oklahoma <laughs> we'll be in City. Austin and Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, let me tell you something. Go ahead and buy a ticket. Don't be afraid <laughs> to buy one. Buy it early. That's buy dope. it now. Here'd be, here's a cool idea. If you buy it now, we may actually be able to come. If you don't buy it, somebody might suggest we don't go. <laughs> <laughs> like our management. So please come out and check out the show. Uh, go buy a shirt. There's new shirts in the store all the time. And the shirts are fucking awesome. They will use good cotton. Uh, and, uh, and then buy a cuddle. Go to the store. I don't know. Go Hi, to Hot, Hot Dog, Dog Thunderdome. Yeah. Hot Dog uh, Thunderdome. Go Hot check Dog out our, our Twitter feeds. Yeah. I'm at Dave Anthony, at Greg Barron, at Walking the Room. If you go What's look at again? Paul's... Gil Martini? Uh, that's my personal one. The one for the the uh, podcast is uh, at Mental Pod. Also, pa Paul stand really good. I've gone and watched all of his special on uh, in clips on uh, his website and also on YouTube. Yeah. I've Thank seen you. his special. It's very good. Thank you. All right. Glitter done! done.